Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey guys, welcome back there to Craftsmanship Podcast. My name is Dustin O'Hara, and I'm here in the mobile AOC studios with my brother, Devin. Hello. Hello, hello. So yeah, we're, uh, we're in the car. We're heading down to Blade Show in Atlanta 2023 and we figured we would record the podcast while we're heading down. So Devin, what do you got for us today? That's why I love road trips, dude. It's like doing something without actually doing anything. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) I wonder if that's, uh, is that like the guy from, uh, what's it called? Uh, 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 no. All right, all right, all no. right. It's not. It's, uh, John, almost famous. John Green? John Green. No. Not Tom that. Green's brother. <laughs> That's good, though. It's like, uh, it does give you that mindset of you're doing something because it's taking a long time. But you're not doing anything. You just got to figure out ways to make the time go by. <laughs> like report, report a podcast. Right. <laughs> so we're... Uh, what, three hours in? We are, let's see, we left eight, at nine, 6.30, 7.30, 8.30, 9, 10.30, four hours. Dang. Math on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, so four hours in, a little bit, maybe just, yeah, right about four hours in, maybe a little bit less. And uh, we've got about, what we got, let's see, according to the GPS, we have seven hours and 42 minutes to go. That's nothing. Yeah, I know. So we figured we'd record the podcast now, kill an hour of time talking about stuff. Yeah, we have uh, the DJI mics. We each have a DJI mic, Yeah, which is not normally what we record the podcast with, but what we uh, do the the channel, do the YouTube channel with. Yeah. I've I've never been mic'd up with one, and I was trying to put it on (laughs) a minute ago. I was like, oh, I've never actually worn one of these and I and the right when I said that the magnet flicked off and went under the seat <laughs> it's a no man's land yeah so there's <laughs> yeah. a magnet on the back of these mics and uh, <laughs> now I don't need to see it's off to find <laughs> like oh, I won't ever see that again fortunately there's also a little clip so we just clipped it on kind of clipped onto our seat belts yeah. safety first so there's uh, if there's a lot of road noise it's just how it's going to be sorry if it's annoying yep uh, but we thought it would be fun to record on the way down. So obviously it's coming out a little bit later than tip, typically for our podcast, but it'll still come out today on Friday if you're listening. Hopefully we have some viewers or some listeners because I feel like 90% of our listeners are people who would go to Blade if they could, and then probably 70% of those will be at Blade Show. <laughs> and so since it's 10.30 right now and the door is open at 11 for the regular people unlike us who are the special people if we were there we would get in at 10 o'clock <laughs> with our cap badges <laughs> those have but, to be pretty easy to get well like, I kept seeing on Instagram people yeah. offering them like hey do you want 
Yeah, no, you said that to me. You were like, did you get a deal? And I was like, I don't know about any deals. So I don't know what you're talking about. And you're like, yeah, like apparently the people who have booths have deals. So I sent a message out to Dennis Tyrell and also to Jordan from JD Nightworks. Got some, got their CAP passes, which I think, I forget what that's, what it stands for, C-A-P. Um, cool as penises. <laughs> but, but yeah, so we got good deal on that. You save a little bit of money. And we also will get to have a lanyard with a hanging tag with our, our names and our channel name. Now, here's the thing. Do cool people wear the lanyards or do cool people not wear the lanyards? Well, if you have, like, if you're a press or if you're a company, you have a lanyard with your with the company name on it. Oh. So when it, like, asked for the cap passes, it said, like, your name and your company name. Oh, maybe. So I said they are a grasp chip, maybe. of course. So that would be pretty sweet. And then either that or we'll look like a goofballs. And everyone else has, like, these, like, maybe magnetized pin-on name badges. <laughs> or ours are really big for some reason. They're like full paper eight, size. Eight and a half by laminated. of paper. Like, oh. <laughs> you have to wear them. It did say that. It was like you need to, you have to wear your badge. I would, so <laughs> to prepare for this, I watched about 30 Blade Show videos <laughs> of all varying styles and quality. Right. And I saw this, the craziness of people going in early. Right. And like running through and being first in line. And I guess they're probably going in right about now. Yeah. Um, but they all had their hands up in like a fist, like a raised fist. What? Yeah. And I think that was to show their wristbands as uh, they ran through. Ah, uh, right. I was like, what are they doing? And then everyone in line started doing it. Like... Whatever you call that. It's like Black Power. Right on Black Power. I was like, there's one black guy in that line. Yeah, right. Um, but. Yeah, I, I've seen those and then clips come, of that. They're always wild. People like running in with their backpacks. Right. Like, really? Are knives really that cool? I mean, knives are cool, but like. And is, is the deal really that good, you know, that you get? Like, I don't. I think it's not the deal. I think it's. It might be the deal. But more I like think it's the chance to get. Like custom a, pieces uh, from your favorite people. Right, like exclusivity. Right. Because right. if you're a collector of these things, you can say, there's only one of this, or they only made five. Right, Blade Show, Blade Show special. Right, right, right. And you may probably do get a couple hundred bucks off. Not that that's going to sway your $2,000 knife purchase. Right. <laughs> like, babe, don't worry, it's only $1,900. <laughs> They'll be fine. Down from $2,200. Yeah, it's, i got to get it. I'm saving money. It's a Blade Show special gonna buy it anyway so <laughs> yeah you know, there were some people who spend a lot of money on custom knives and a lot of like knife makers who spend money on custom knives which to me is just ridiculous <laughs> like why did I become a knife maker because <laughs> I don't want to buy other people's knives I want to not spend any money and just spend all my time <laughs> making my own knife yeah but yeah. but no I you know I I I understand the excitement but yeah, it's it's a little silly, you know. You got these grown men with backpacks on and shorts with their socks pulled up. I'm gonna have a backpack in. and maybe shorts. <laughs> I will be running. I will be running. Yeah, exactly. See, that's the difference. <laughs> You'll be walking. I'll be walking like cool. a cool guy. I don't run for anybody. <laughs> yeah. Hey, every, everyone needs a hobby. Now, but we'll be uh, we'll be down there probably 
let's see. Let's go back to the GPS. It says we should get there at 6.07 p.m. That's to our, oh man, that's to the Cobb Gallery where Blade Show is being held. But we'll actually go to our hotel, which they snagged us some sweet hotel tickets right across the street. Yeah, did I tell that? I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah, so we, of course, we waited the last minute. <laughs> like, yeah, we'll go. Yeah, it was like and back then, in January. I'm like, like right, a month passed. Tickets. Yeah, we'll go. Yeah, I was like, all right, I'll buy them. <laughs> and then another month passed. I'm yeah. like, hey, but we have to do it. And then two more weeks passed. Yeah. Like, all right, I'm buying them now. And then I was like, I don't um, know. Like, maybe I'm not feeling it. Because it's, like, really busy at the end of the school year. And, and you're like, no, no. I got to go. I'm so excited now. <laughs> but, yeah, so. That yeah, and why, yeah, and I was pressuring you to earlier on because I, I knew I wasn't going to go to Blade Show. But I couldn't tell you that. Baker Camp. Right, right. I knew uh, I wasn't going to make it. Right. I couldn't tell you that because I would have gave away that Caitlin right. was pregnant. Why would you not be Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, right. And then, so sure enough, last minute, on the Blade website, you can, it'll show you like uh, menu connected hotels. Oh, uh, right. Yeah. And like buy them through here and you're guaranteed to whatever have these dates. Yeah. And you had already, like, looked around and seen, like, that there wasn't anything available. So you were like, okay, well, we can get a hotel down the road, you know, yeah, a yeah, mile down. Like, we're whatever. like, well, we'll just get whatever. Whatever it is, we'll just get a hotel, wherever, within, you know, within 10 minutes of Blade Show. And right. get a good deal, wherever. So. And then, so, yeah, I was like, oh, well, we can't get the deals anymore. So we'll just go far away. And then. I was like, well, let me check one more time. And I popped back on the website like a day later. And there was one, like, hotel room or one spot open. Right. Right across the street. Sweet. Like, yes. And what is, are we, like, sharing a twin bed? Or yeah. Is it, is it two beds? We're sharing a room closet. <laughs> no, it's a, a king and a pullout. Ah. So I guess we'll have to flip for it. Yeah. <laughs> Either that or go sleep on a king. <laughs> we're, we're kings. <laughs> King of the pull out. Oh, pull out the dagger. Can't pull out. What? Yeah, we'll, we'll be out yeah, for it. <laughs> we'll sleep head to toe. <laughs> Your general's still lined up. General's still lined up. Yeah, so that's. And is it like it's uh, right across the highways from the Gal- Cobb Gallery? Is it? Yeah. Is there like a walkway, like a pathway? Do we have to yeah, walk like five uh, miles to get around? No. The pathway's right there next to our parking lot. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah, right on. And then I, I think, think there's a bridge over the highway into the thing, and that's where it is. Nice. Yeah, I know that. I think we were talking about it with Dennis Tyrell, and he, yeah, he mentioned that, like, where he's staying with his buddy Jordan, I think, I can't remember, Jared. Um, there, uh, he said they're in, like, the next hotel over. So, like, a little, like we're, like, closer than them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's what happens when you wait to the last minute. Somebody, somebody has to like it pays bail all out. <laughs> Someone bailed out. We got in there. We didn't learn our lesson this for time. a cool two hundred bucks a piece, <laughs> which is not too bad, you know. No, not for two nights. Yeah, and you know we're driving down, so we'll save some money. Like now, like we're flying, we won't save time, but we do save money. <laughs> What's your time worth? And see, that's the road trip. We get to do something by not really doing anything. <laughs> <laughs> 
yeah, it's it's fun, it's exciting, and yeah. So you bought the hotel, and then I went, I got went online, I got the tickets, and we ended up saving fifty bucks by getting the deal. So thank you to. I, I still don't know where the money lines up on that. Who owes who what? Oh right, yeah. <laughs> but we can talk about it later, but it's like what well, there's you're paying for that, and then I have to give you that, and then this is negative on that. Yeah, right. So figure to figure out who paid what, like I paid a hundred, and you paid four hundred, whatever. Uh, or no, didn't we already do it though? Didn't we already figure it out in the last uh, AOC payover? I, yeah, I was, yeah I was like, I was I like, how much? So. No, we did because I said how much, you know, and I I totaled the whole thing and I divided it by two, uh, and then I figured out how much I already I had already paid and how much I needed to pay you extra to get up to my amount, okay. and so then I sent you that extra money. So. I think okay. we're square on Blade Show. Right. At least that's what I'm going to tell him. <laughs> He's like, all right, that sounds good. Sure. <laughs> Caitlin's like, hey, why are we like uh, in the hole by $14? Well, like, she keeps an eye on a lot of stuff. said we were, we were square. I don't know. I <laughs> She's like, it's like a rectangle. It's not a square. That's not square. That's <laughs> not square. Yeah, but uh, that'd be good. I'm excited. And um, I just sold a knife. So I have a little bit extra extra cash that came from you know that I wasn't expecting sell a knife buy a knife yeah right exactly so we'll see so it's actually a really good gauge because Devin we talked about um, ideas for like doing a video for Blade so we'll be we'll be shooting some stuff and we'll see where it takes us but Devin thought his idea was maybe to do a like buying a custom knife because I've never actually bought a custom knife or like you know a handmade knife yeah, I think, or even if it's not him, well, I thought a good title would be buying my first real knife. I bet I, but I've bought knives before. But do like real in quotes. Because if you're like a knife collector and you just, everyone that's bought like a little pocket knife. Right. Yeah, no, I know. And, you know, I mean, I, I don't know. I, as a knife maker, yeah, but you've never bought someone else's knife. No, right? yeah, I know. I just, I'm, I don't know if I like the real knife thing, just because it's like, like I have a Leatherman, you know, and that's like that's a real knife. Yeah, to but me. that's a tool. That's not a knife. It's a, it's a knife. It's got a knife. I mean, that's what I yeah, use for a pocket knife. knife, and I used to buy Kershaw's, which I really like. So it's a little demeaning to all of my knives <laughs> that I demeaning. that I have bought. That's <laughs> why you put in quotes. Some people would say. Some people would say, uh, but yeah, so, so that's actually kind of in my mind, my budget anyway, for if I were to buy a knife at Blade Show would be in the less than $200 range. Like it's gotta be there because if I'm spending over that, then for one, I just don't have that money to spend, but you know, it seems like, why am I a knife maker? You know? Yeah. But that's, you know, it's not about buying a knife because I want to use a knife. Like, I make knives because I want to use knives. I would buy a knife because it's a really cool knife mm -hmm. that I think is worth the money. It's like buying artwork. Well, you know, like, I'm an artist, but I'll still buy yeah. someone's piece if it's a really cool piece because it's something that, but that's you know, I like. The thing is, though, you can't get a custom knife for under $200. I think made by a, a one of the makers there. Right. Unless it's a simple, very simple knife. Right. Yeah. So you're going to be getting one from the bigger companies. 
right? Possibly, yeah. Right. Maybe Some type of simple mechanical style. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, it'll depend, you know, because it depends on the knife. You know, like, the type of knives that I like to use are, you know, smaller knives um, for, like, carving and stuff. And, you know, a four-inch blade is more than I would ever really use, I think, for most things. You know, I, I have, you know, when I go backpacking and stuff, I bring a hatchet, you know, I bring an axe. So... Like, I don't need it to chop something down. I need it to process, you know, firewood and cut rope and, you know, do whatever, carve things. So It's like, your, like an EDC thing where you kind right. of want it yeah, small exactly. at the ready. Yeah. And so, you know, like, if I were going to buy a knife, it would be... I mean, that's also the reason why I like Pucos, right? Because Pucos are, like, the Finnish or Swedish everyday worker knife. You know, it's fairly simple, styled small blade um and that's what that's the things that i like the most that's what i see people's work that's usually what i'm mostly drawn to um and so that's probably what i would look for and you know maybe maybe i'll get a deal on a fixed blade but yeah maybe i'll be i'll be looking at hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of knives so <laughs> i was gonna say if you from. can't find a cool knife here yeah right, you will you never find a cool knife like it's i will make my own knives <laughs> but yeah right. speaking of uh making knives i am bringing along the journey knife the aoc journey which is the knife that i kind of after years of making knives and looking at other knives and kind of come to the conclusion of what i liked and what i wanted to make as my first prototype of my knife my original design to like use and to have and you know and then have a kind of a starting place have it to hold to have it to hold um and so last night I was down in the shop and cleaning it up because it just had like some, you know, some tarnish and stuff on the blade just from being used because I use it all the time. Um, and just a little bit of like scratches and dirt on the handle. So I was cleaning it up and polishing it. I was, I was using a Scotch-Brite belt to polish up the, the blade to clean it off. And I was like, well, I, I'll use this on the spine as well to clean up the spine going down around because it's a fixed plate knife. And the Scotch Brite belt left metal dust ground into the white liners. <laughs> so it took me like an extra like 20 minutes to like hand sand that off. They're using like 500 grit sandpaper uh, and just like sanding yeah. it. That's what you called me. Yeah, I called like you talking. last night trying to, because uh, another thing we can discuss is the new video out. Oh, yeah. yeah. Which we, I, I, well, I didn't do it at all. I procrastinated to finish it. And then, of course, like normal, then you rush to get it done in like a few days right the whole thing but yeah so we, yeah, yeah so we were getting ready to put that out or we'll put it we put it out today so if you're listening to this podcast on friday june 2nd then the pod the video is out the wooden sword video yeah so you called me and we we're chatting about that trying to get a thumbnail yeah and i'm like just like i just have my phone you video call so i have my phone sitting on the table and i'm like working and you're like what are you doing <laughs> like i try to clean up this knife I mean, I was, you know, I was cleaning up and I was buffing it and I was kind of, I have, it has a brass Corby bolt. So I was like sanding those cause they get scratches on them. And I was also sanding and buffing up the handle material, right. which is a uh, black dyed stabilized curly maple that Brian house stabilized and sent to us a while back. It's really cool. So that was, uh, those handle scales, one of that was also one of the reasons why I wanted to bring it cause I want to show Brian that knife with his scales on it 
Yeah, so I brought that along, which I thought would be fun, and because uh, that's kind of the one that I am passionate about. And I've actually really enjoyed having it, and really enjoy uh, the design about it. And I've, there are some things that I would change, you know, that I'll change probably on the next iteration. But um, I was unsure if, you know, it's got a faceted octagonal handle, and I wasn't sure if, you know, I like the look of it, and I like the feel of it, and I like it for culinary knives but I wasn't sure how well it would work or feel for a bushcraft knife you know something that I'm carving a lot more with but I've been really happy with that it hasn't you know I can carve and you know do woodwork and stuff with it and it doesn't leave like hot spots or whatever <laughs> but hot spots hot spots on my hands can't miss. where you get <laughs> where you get lick after you're done <laughs> stop it hot spots you'll be using the journey again huh? <laughs> Like a, a red spot on my hand, but yeah, so uh, happy with that. So I brought that. I brought that along, and you have the, uh, the build along knife. Yeah, nice. which I wasn't actually sure where it was. I was like, "What knife is it?" Yeah, because I remember doing a video for a knife, and then Dustin giving me the knife. Um, right. So it's, it's a little dirty. That's not bad. It still, still looks for like yeah. It's like so the. It looks pretty clean. This one also has the white scales. The the scales, I mean, the liners on mine are a little thicker. They're like, I think this is like an eighth, or maybe a like five thirty seconds or something. And mine's like a little bit more, maybe a eighth or whatever. Um, but these look clean. Mine mine had some dirty spots, but this is nice and clean, and the spine is pretty good. The blade's got a, like a little bit of wear on it, but not much. Yeah, yours is pretty clean. Yours is like. Just slightly dirtier than mine after I cleaned it. <laughs> but that looks really good. That handle is nice. That's uh, that's that uh, um, Bacote and white liners. White liners are really nice. I like white liners on knives. Yeah. And, you know, especially with anything that's like a dark wood. Because the steel, although it's bright, you know, it's a lot darker than the white. So you get a nice like transition between the darker wood and then the white liner and the steel of the full tang, so. He's nice. Yeah, and it's a nice little pop of color. Oh, I did also bring, so I brought two other knives. I brought the uh, the Woodlore clone with the sheet. Uh, that's nice, we got a lot of uh, comments about that with like the glow liners, I don't even know if that has, which is my original idea. I will say that always. <laughs> glow in the dark liners, which no one did until that video came out. Um, and uh, yeah, so I brought that one, and then I also brought my little um, like Sloyd Puko, which is a as a rhombic blade, so it's not you know the um, the flats on the blade before the bevel aren't parallel; they they taper in. So you know the spine's narrower, the middle of the blade is the widest, and then the and then the actual edge is the obviously narrowest. But you get a kind of a, a diamond shape a little bit, and that has uh, it's uh, Osage orange and antler deer antler and then brass the brass symbols like from drum symbols oh yeah is on the well, as the bolster and the end cap and that's like a through a through tang it's a hidden tang but a through tang peened over at the end and that's a really nice knife i'm actually like really happy with it it's small but it's a really nice little carver which is what i wanted it for and i do it spoon carving or wood carving um, and that one, that one wasn't a video, but I really liked the way it turned out, so I brought that too. And I have just like a little cap sheath for it that just like covers the blade. So 
threw those in my bag last night. I thought about bringing the Coles knife that I that I made for her, which is our very first video ever on YouTube. <laughs> but then I like pulled it out of a sheath, and it's so chunky and like I don't know. It's just not the nicest. It's not the greatest knife. So I did not. I was like, no, nope, I'm not gonna bring that one. Although you know, it still turned out pretty nice, and it had like the sheath is nice and nice and stuff, and it's got some. Uh, file work on the spine which is kind of fun yeah but uh but yeah nice. so i brought those along so i'll be wearing the the journey knife and it's nice and cleaned up so it looks nice sharpened um these virginia roads are loud i think it switched over to this oh okay. i can see the waveform it's getting louder now oh, so we'll do our best to talk up and speak above it so everyone listening to the podcast just has to listen to it while you're on the road it just so blends loud. right in. <laughs> like, uh, oh, now the road noise is really loud. Just past Natural Bridge. Oh, all right. Stop there for an hour. Yes, yeah, so we're on 81, headed over from Baltimore, out 70 through Frederick, out Chris Cash's way from Mount Phillip Metalworks. So I know he, he'll be down there. Roy Scott, Vintage Axe Works, listen to them on the Axe and Iron podcast talking about the Blade Show and how Will Stelter convinced Chris to, Chris to go. He's like, I don't want to go to a play. I don't care about knives. <laughs> like, how can you be a blacksmith and not care about knives? I don't know. It just seems like it's, you know, other than tools and metalwork, and that's what blacksmiths do. They make weapons. You know, well, like early, earlier you said, how can you be that excited about knives? How can you? Oh, well, about running to, like, get a, you know, running in the blade show really early to go back. Uh, I didn't say how you be. I said, I think that's what you said. I think you're wrong. You said I hate knives. <laughs> They're stupid. And now the you're people who like them Chris. are also stupid. <laughs> so come see me at Blade Show. We'll yeah. fight. <laughs> yeah. So, but Chris, Chris will be there. We got a whole bunch of people. I know. Uh, I mentioned Jordan and Tyrell. They'll be there. Dennis. They'll be there. Brian House. Brian Cohn. Whole bunch of guys from the, you know Work for a Podcast. They'll be there. Yeah, lots of lots of cool people, so I'm excited. We'll go and we'll get down there this evening. Um, go to our hotel first, and then uh, and then check in and then figure out where we're gonna have dinner. Yeah. See who's around. I did put a post on Instagram letting people know we were on our way down, and we get there around dinner time. So asking, so where's no, dinner at? No one invites us. We'll eat by ourselves, <laughs> and we'll get really drunk out of spite. <laughs> no, we'll make it to the pit. arrive at the pit. It'll be crazy. Fighting people. Hey. Kicking. <laughs> hey. No one sent us a message. No one wants to eat with us. <laughs> nah, but it's, I'm excited to go down. It'll be fun. Um, I, uh, like, it's funny. I don't know. Um, so tomorrow, when we'll be actually, you know, attending the actual Blade Show event, um, it's like nine to six or something. Um, and I know there are tons of booths and things to look at, but I still am like, what do you do for that many hours? You know, like eight <laughs> hours in one convention. But I think, you know, for one, it'll just be, it's like so much stuff to see. But I think that's going to take up a lot of the time. I think. But also people to talk to. Much and, like Maker Camp. You can't make it from one side of the camp to right. the other without stopping and talking to somebody. Right, right. So, 
feel like there'll be some of that. I know, yeah, before we know it, it'll be like 4 o'clock. The day will be done. But we need to shoot something. We need to get knife. <laughs> I figured if nothing else, we can just get some like footage of Blade Show and people and stuff and then just do like a video recap with a little voiceover like we did the first year at Maker Camp. But Yeah. Yeah. But also the thing is I don't want to shoot like everything. Right. Which to get a good recap you should shoot most things. Yeah. Like that's what I'm thinking. If we just have a, a simple thing, even if it's a five, ten minute video. Right. Like, hey, I'm I'm gonna buy my first expensive knife or I wanna buy Yeah, like what or what, I never buy knives. What do I Can buy? I, I never buy knives. Can I find one I actually want to buy? Or something like that. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, um, just maybe shoot an intro or something like that in the morning. Right. Hey, guys, we're here. Let's see what we can find. And then I'll, I'll just shoot general stuff. Shoot you using some of the stuff. I don't know if we'll shoot you talking to people. Right. Maybe. Because then we have to mic them up. We could. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't. I don't want to work, though. So. You know, I mean, I know we're like coming down to see people, but like, you know, it's the first blade. I want to just experience it. Yeah. So you know, I feel like when we're doing stuff, then it's like we're always thinking about what the video is going to be, and that's obviously as part of what we're doing. Like that's the channel. That's why we're coming down here. But um, I just, you know, I want to enjoy myself, and if I'm always thinking about what we're going to need will, a video, it's, well, then, it's only going to be from. We only need a shoot for a couple hours. I mean, you could knock it out before lunch. I could. <laughs> but you, I don't want to. Well, you don't have to talk <laughs> no. to people. You don't have to interview people. Right. I'm. You're just walking around looking at stuff. Right, right. I'm only working. Yeah, I know. Well, you want to. <laughs> I don't want to. Well, that, no, I'm I just don't. saying, you're talking about not knowing what you're going to do all day. Right. There yeah. you go. <laughs> We're That's making not a video. I want to not have to do it, though, no, yeah. I uh, know. And, yeah, I think... Like I said, there's there's definitely something there to shoot and get and make a video of because it's yeah, and we're, important and people want to see it. We're not see we're not vlogging. perspective, right? We're not getting in people's faces and doing a bunch of crazy stuff, and, right? And uh, we're not taking cameras to the pit or any restaurants or any dinners, right? Yeah, I don't know, but I think uh, I think it's it's better to come up with a an idea than just to do it full like shoot at random right because then you're then I'm it's just harder to edit and like like it's so when it's too broad just you know it's just not focused enough right yeah and I'm like how do I edit and I put some music over it and then a little talk over it a bit and then montage right. it yeah like if it's you looking for cool stuff you say that in the beginning right then we see you at Walking around, and we see you talking to people, and we see you at four different tables. Right. And, yeah, you, maybe you that's pick, the thing, And too. you pick one at the end. Yeah. You say the prices. You say your price range. It's right. like a, a little search video. Like, right. Yeah. can you find it? And then we find we end it, or maybe start it. With, yeah, maybe that's the thing. Maybe it's like just, maybe it's like, what do you buy at Blade Show? You know, because I, I also want to look for cool handle material, and maybe like cool blade steel, and, you know, things like that. So... Maybe that's part of it. It's like, what things do we buy? Or maybe it's, I mean, like, maybe it's a knife. Maybe it's, a, you know, several things. I don't know. We'll but, just, yeah, we'll, 
just get like a a rhythm down how we want to do it. So I'm, so we're not having to set shots up. Right. If I see you looking at something, we're just walking and talking. I'll shoot some of you looking at it. Right. If you like it, give me a nod. I'll come in on a close up. Right. And then you only have to really talk about it if you want to at the end when you made your decision or whatever you're going to buy for it. Right. So you don't have to keep going like, I like this because it's this and this and this in front of everyone. Right. Like, you can just be there. It's just, yeah, you just get the information. And then we only have to shoot for a minute every 30 minutes or an hour, you know, just to, oh, it's, right, just to capture looking at the different eyes. I like that. Yeah, that's fine. You know, because it's definitely going to be, I think there's, <laughs> I think it's going to be a lot of a similar, similar type of knives, I would think, you know, but that's okay. You know, kind of focus on the different knife makers that make the type of knife that I would want to buy, you know. You can, cool. You can be you can become a flipper. <laughs> what are those knives Go called? Balasong. Balasong. You can be a Balasong, bro. Butterfly knives. I saw the Blade Show was like Blade Show posted a little video from a balcony looking down on the like the bar and it was like four people just like two people at the bar flipping knives and like three or four people out like on a table flipping knives and just, just sitting there <laughs> flipping their Balasongs. <laughs> I have a uh, Two of my students have practice butterfly knives. Uh-huh. It's like, you know, it's all the normal thing. It's the butterfly knife, but the blade just is not sharp. It doesn't have a point. It's just uh, like a, just yeah. a blade blank to practice. It's funny. They like bring it to school and flip it around. I'm like, what are you doing? Put that away. <laughs> it's, it's like a fake knife. You can't, you can't bring any knife-like objects to school. Right. <laughs> Although, like, every day I carry my Leatherman my skeletal in my pocket <laughs> yeah but you're a teacher yeah yeah you teach. i'm an architect yeah, teacher, yeah, and i use it literally every day right um yeah yeah so, that's definitely an interesting part of it yeah uh, yeah i know that's that'd be kind of cool i'm excited to see that see how like crazy some of those people <laughs> can do and there's also like i know there's a bunch of classes and stuff you have to pay for but there's also a bunch of talks that are free throughout the day so that'd be kind of cool to you know see who's talking. I know Matt Stagmer is doing some stuff. We had the opportunity to go out to Chris Cash's place out in Western Maryland, uh, or out in the you know, Frederick area, um, a couple weekends ago, and hung out with Chris and Matt and Ilya and all the guys from That Works, which is cool, and some other people um, who are you know locals. Noah from Smiling Wolf Workshop, Smiling. Yeah. Um, yeah, and uh, yeah, people around. Was it a tiny town forge came down? Oh yeah. This is uh, what's his name? I can't. I think he'll be he'll be a blade too. Oh, yeah. Uh, his, a couple buddies of his, and yeah, so that'd be cool. Um, and I know Mareko will be there. Mareko Mamasi will be there. Um, Lynn Ray. They all types of man, big so old many games. like yeah, so many master smiths will be there. Um, yeah and also like a bunch of people who I know through like the axe community as, to, as well like I know Taylor Put- Putnam will be there he's a big axe guy and he and I have chatted before and a bunch of you know knife makers that we know um, so I think there will be a lot of people who recognize me who I don't know their faces but I know their knives and I know their brand and I know their social media so they like, hey, or a lot of like, people, you'll, blah, 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 blah. you'll like, recognize oh, yeah. their 
Yeah, Maybe they're knives. Right. Oh stuff. yeah, yeah, exactly. So I'll re- yeah, I might recognize. I'll definitely recognize people's <laughs> knives. See, so like, oh, there's whatever, whatever. I'll be pointing out people out to you. Yeah, oh, a lot. A lot of people don't. Sh- yeah, don't share their face as much. Right. So yeah, it's it is. It's yeah. Tricky to oh, and I mean I mean worse. Not, I, not only can I normally remember names. Right. <laughs> I'm just not engaged as you are. So yeah, you'll have to be my. Yeah. <laughs> this is blah blah blah. And that's the thing. Like at Maker Camp, it's a lot of. Um, a lot of people who are online makers, so it's a lot of YouTubers and social media people who show themselves yeah. making things, right? Yeah. That's a lot of the content. So, but the knife knife makers show their knives, right. you know, So you don't, and a lot of them just do, you know, social media and just showing their knives. So they're not they're not showing a ton of themselves all the time. So you don't necessarily know what they look like. So being at a place like Blade Show where the number of knife makers on YouTube, which has grown in the last six or seven years significantly, is still pretty small. Um, so I think that'll be a you know a small community within the larger community of knife makers, where the majority of the whatever five thousand people or ten thousand people that'll be there. Are, I, think, I think it's like a hundred thousand people. Dang, that's crazy. Over the weekend. Whee. Yeah. Oh man, yeah, that's insane. Because the thing like Maker Camp is like seven hundred, I think was the max last year. Yeah, it's a lot of people. Seven hundred, seven hundred, not seven hundred thousand, just seven hundred. <laughs> and that was like throughout the weekend. You know, it's probably more like five hundred most days. So. I hope they have good security there. Because the amount of money on tables, yeah, and in people's pockets and cash, yeah, and backpacks, like it's a little sketchy. Like at first, I was thinking, I don't know if I want to have my camera in this backpack thing and do all the, you know, all right. our gear. But it's like everyone's got expensive stuff. Right. So hopefully there's good. I think there's a lot of exchange at Blade Show. Yeah. Like oh, yeah. Millions of dollars. Right, right. Yeah, it's crazy. And just like what you have there. Because Mastersmiths, you know, their knives are, they don't sell for under a thousand some of them won't even sell for under like five thousand. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Because once you get to that point, you can go up to that next level of what you sell your knives for. Right. So you know you might have like you get like these tables with master smiths where they're you know like Niels Vanderberg who's going to be there. His his daggers are selling for like fifteen grand a piece. Ooh. Yeah, I know it's crazy. So there's going to be a lot of uh, a lot of commerce so a lot of money a lot, a lot of, money of a lot of video equipment yeah a lot of people shooting stuff yeah so and i was like i was hesitant to bring a backpack or a bag just because i don't really want to have to carry it all day you know like but i do want to be able to buy stuff and i don't want to have to carry around a bag right so i want to be able to like toss it into the backpack and have it right. there on me and so so I actually packed up my sailing bag, which is kind of nice because it has like a sternum strap and it's pretty low profile. It sits flat against my back and um, had that packed away. And then I saw my, uh, I have a messenger bag that my father-in-law gave to our family. And my wife has been using it for school. So she'll like bring the laptop and stuff there, but she's done for the semester. So I just like took that bag. So that's kind of nice because that's that'll sit really flat against my back. Nice and low profile and black, always good. 
Yeah. Yeah. And I, have a, I have a big camera backpack bag. And you got a new one, right? I did. Yeah, I saw you have the uh, Maker Switch sticker on there. I you used one of our stickers. I know. I was like, <laughs> last time, I was like, should I? I was like, I have one. <laughs> Hopefully it stays. It looks like it will, though. But yeah, so we have uh, like a grand total of like 27 stickers to give away. <laughs> Not, uh, yeah, I thought about it. Like, you know, because we were so late to getting tickets this year, I was like, once we bought tickets, I was like, ah, can I get, you know, I probably could. But then I like didn't do it right away. And I also think I want to get, you know, AOC stickers. I want to get like a next size down for the ovals. Oh, yeah, you know? yeah. Or maybe like the Maker Switch sticker, make them a little smaller or whatever. And then get a bunch. So we'll, you know, we'll have more, obviously, for Maker Camp. And I just got to order some more and maybe get a new a new design. It's kind of fun to do something else. But uh, seeing all these people, like, packing up stickers. And, like, Maritime Knife Supply, he's got some cool stickers and koozies that he's yeah, giving away. He some good swag. He said he has, like, 250. If you see him, you get, it's, like, a little swag pack. Swag pack, which is, like, a koozie, a sticker, and a 10% off coupon for Maritime Knife Supply. Oh, nice. So, we see Lawrence. we got to snag some koozies. That's what I like to get. I have a lot of koozies at home, but I like them. Um, yeah, Brian House, he's, he's got really cool t-shirt design. And he's got a handful to give away to people in the pit. So let's see if I can snag one from him. If his uh, house full of knife makers hasn't taken them all already. <laughs> but that would be fun. Yeah, there's, I'm excited. So yeah, there'll be a lot, of, a lot of cool things to get. A lot of cool giveaways, I think. So fill up that backpack and it'll be fun I'm excited yeah it's uh yeah I mean we're so we'll see nothing today on Friday right yeah we'll be other there. than the pit other which the pit. will be fun yeah like, that's, just that's what I'm really looking for just hanging out yeah having then, beers with people right because then tonight you know we can we can hopefully meet a lot of people and just have the time to oh, like yeah. talk and stuff and then tomorrow it won't be so much of like having to make sure we talk to everybody you know like we already have you know some introductions out of the way and say hey whatever then we can when we see people at tables and stuff you know so that'd be cool um yeah do you want to so do you want to talk about the new video even though you haven't watched it yet sure yeah yeah right um yeah so we had the sword the wooden sword video coming out which we were discussing uh, yeah, it's out <laughs> discussing uh, titles and thumbnails and stuff which is always uh, like a struggle back and forth between how clickbaity do you make it and how true to what it is do you make it and you know the balancing integrity with <laughs> yeah. business so, mindset you know yeah. <laughs> it's like, I mean we're never going to make it crazy like some people do it's just, right. it's just too tacky I just don't like it right but uh, like I said, as long as you're like saying in the title, we want to you know, give as much information about what you're gonna watch. Clearly, not lie about anything. Make right. it seem interesting. I mean, we, our biggest videos have the simplest titles as well. Right. But things and are that was changing. Also, a couple years ago, things yeah. are changing. So we want to. I mean, we want to keep trying to get views. And if it's just the, the title isn't what matters in the in the end. Right. As long as we're not embarrassed by it. Right. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, so that's out. That's really good. I was excited to make that because I've been making wooden swords for a bunch of years now and have found a, a an easy way that I think, a really easy way to make a sword. And 
you know, when I'm making them for kids and friends and stuff, they, they really don't take me very long at all. I mean, it's, you know, just kind of profiling a piece of wood that is the right thickness to the shape of the sword and the, you know, handle. So I kind of figure out like what I want the blade shape to be, how long, and then the general dimensions of the handle plus the pommel. So that's all cut out of the first piece of wood. And then, um, so then I like figure that out and, you know, grind in the bevels while it's still like that. And then I put on the guard. And so that's just like taking a block of wood and drawing the middle of it and making lines, scribing out where the, um, the space for the blade tang. And I leave that space on the blade rectangular. So it's not like I'm trying to fit a diamond shaped blade into the wood. And so I, um, instead of like trying to drill out that hole like you would with a metal guard, um, I just cut out, I cut the whole guard piece of wood in half vertically. And then I use the bandsaw and cut out half of that rectangle on either side and then just super glue it back together once it fits. Yeah, I was surprised with you using super glue and stuff. Yeah. I was like, really? That's yeah. It? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like, that's it. That's, that's why like, it's easy. It's uh, like, boop, boop, glue it together. And then uh, and then I think what makes them even cooler is the leather-wrapped handle, right? So it's you just, like I've used I've used leather, I've used string before. I mean, whatever it is, you can get wrap something around the handle, just that way you get that difference. So I, you know, cut some leather into strips and wrap the handle and get this cool like leather handle wooden sword which and you know with this one specifically I went through um, the history of medieval long swords by Ewan Oakshot Ewart Oakshot and uh, found kind of went through and um, I used uh, you know I just like bookmarked a bunch of pages that had sword like long swords that I liked you know the styles that I liked um if I were in medieval times, the sword that I think I would want. <laughs> uh, and so I kind of took all those different things and kind of narrowed it down to two different types. And Ewart Oakshot has uh, all the different types of swords over the years and they're all Roman numeral. So the two that I use is a type 13 and a type 18. And they're both what's called, you know, hand and a half swords. So they have a, like a long taper. They're relatively long so anywhere between like a 30 and a 36 inch blade um and then you know a handle that's long enough that you can wield the sword with one hand or you can use a second hand below it so i like the one or two you know sword handle so i uh kind of combined those two things and designed it and cut it all out put it together and and the really cool thing is that i had a piece of black walnut um that was it's probably like two inches or like two and a quarter inches by uh, by like four by three inches by uh, 60 inches long or something like that. So I cut the sword and handle down from that. And so I think my overall length, I think my sword blade is 34 inches and the guard and handle are like an, another nine. So it's about 44, 45 inches. I had enough to cut off the end or no, I guess, yeah, so I cut that, and then I ripped that in two, so I had basically like two sword blanks. So I took one of them, and I used that one for my sword, and I trimmed off um, the guard length, which I think was like seven inches for the guard. So I had a chunk ready for the guard, and uh, and then, a, you know, then the chunk for the blade, so. 
it was fun to you know get this really dark sword which i like is cool and i i um wrapped the leather handle around and then kind of oiled everything at the end and it was all the same tone like brown the same dark brown all the way yeah <laughs> so after the video i actually went back down like the next night and took my uh my dark brown dye and went over the leather again a couple times although it didn't really take it that much darker once it dried it kind of went back so i may even go back and just use like black dye and go over it and dye yeah. it all the way black because i want that handle to be darker but it looks super cool I really like it and I like the the fuller so I ground in a fuller on both sides um, while the blade was still a rectangle before I uh, took it to the uh, bandsaw to cut the tapers or you know to cut the blade tape so used my small wheel attachment on the 2x72 and just dragged it straight down and grounded the bevels yeah you were trying to, you were trying to get a, a tool rest or whatever yeah to, so you could do it exactly but right. it just wasn't working yeah, and then so I ended up using the one I used like a just a part of the tool rest, like was able to rest it on that. Every once in a while, I get in an editing situation where you say you're going to do something, <laughs> and then the next bit it you, it it's does you bit, don't yeah, right. because we off camera you went like oh it's not going to be blah 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 blah. So I had to I had to creatively cut that Figure out where you said right. I'm going to use the rest, and again video makers and friends that's where you hide in like an insert shot or something <laughs> where Dustin's talking about what he's going to do and I switch to an insert shot of the thing he's holding and then you jump back out to him wrapping up what he was saying just with that chunk cut out that says oh right I'm going to go over to this mouth. cut that out yeah right and then this you know so it's just it seems like a straight sentence ah. there's your insert shot cover insert shot cover you're welcome you never knew he said and we go over and use the rest. Yeah. Well, it's because I like I thought I could have. The reason why I couldn't use the tool rest and the small wheel attachment is because the small wheel attachment sticks out really far, like further than the normal platen, because of yeah. how the you know the belt has yeah. to come out. So I wasn't able to use the tool rest out of that same distance, further out than the small wheel attachment was sticking out. So I did end up using the tool rest. I just used the. The, you know the part that comes out from the body and not the actual rest just the square bar oh, okay. and uh, rested on that and kind of tipped it underneath and was able to do it and get a pretty consistent um, consistent fullers on both sides and then yeah cut the blade shape ground the ground the bevels which is always kind of fun and you know my my experience of grinding bevels on metal makes grinding bevels on wood really easy you know, it's like, yeah. oh, this is nothing. Man. It's gonna take me like five minutes. It's all gone. You know, using a thirty-six grit belt, just like tears through the wood. So it's nice and easy, and uh, you know, it actually almost a little too easy sometimes. Like I, you know, I get a little <laughs> overzealous and I go further than I thought. I'm like, oh shoot! So I had to like, you know, go fast, but then like slow down so that way, I'm, you know, it's a it's a different mindset. It's like. By the end, you got, you know, I'm trying to go slow just to like inch up on it because if I if I push any harder, it just like takes a big nick away, and then my my bubble lines are all messed up. That's fun. I it's really fun. And I've been uh, and I actually after a couple days after um, I told Corinne that I would make her a new sword that's longer than the one that she's had since you know, I started making swords for her, um, and I was going to use the other blank, the other. Uh, the blank that I got out of the piece of walnut, the two pieces. So I used that 
but that had the piece from my guard on my sword cut out of it, so it was already shorter. So I think her blade ended up being about 28 and a half inches, plus the handle, plus a guard, which I actually made her like a really nice guard. And the fours on her, not her blade, were like turned out really good. And so her sword is, it's like I had one under my belt, and then I made another one for her, and it turned out even better. It was really cool. I used a different type of wood for her guard, so the guard is like light wood, like pine. And uh, so it kind of stands out, which is, which is cool. Uh, you should do some experimenting with uh, printing out a 3D, you know, print, print out a 3D printer guard. Ah. Like real fancy. Because uh, you know, all you got to do right. is make the rectangle the right space. Right. And then slide it on and have a really like... Ah, that's a good idea. You know, you could fantasy or whatever crazy thing that you necessarily couldn't do out of wood. Right. Yeah, or not easily. Yeah, yeah, right. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah, like the guard from the, uh, what's, uh, guard from, like, Zelda? Yeah, that. The the crazy master sword. Yeah, right. Or, um, you know, like Lord of the Rings guards and stuff. Right, right. The sword that was reforged. (laughs) You can print it in black. Yeah. Or whatever. Or whatever. You, you can do that it. silver color or, or yeah, right. paint it, sand it. Yeah, sand it, paint it. And then the nice thing about, you know, with 3D printing, you can... Ooh, sorry, folks. You can print uh, with, you know, a, a hollow inside or like a different amount of, what's it called, infill. Um, it's yeah, like right, a grid right. pattern, so you can do that. Or I can just print it solid. You know, like no infill, just a, yeah. a solid print. It takes a lot longer. It uses more material, but then it would be a solid yeah that'd be cool because then I could do like a guard and a pommel because those are the things that are more detailed you know the blade and all is just whip that out and then you know it could also if I'm making a sword for somebody for a cosplay or whatever you know I could have them tell me what they want like what do you want on your pommel what do you want on your guard like what details do you want and then they can you know I can design something or whatever that would be pretty cool looking yeah something that would be a lot harder to make but if I'm just having it 3D printed, then it's no big deal, right? Just, like, do it. So, speaking of 3D printing, I have, um, at my school, we have uh, Ultimakers, um, which I've been using off and on for my a bunch of my students' work and then some things for myself as well. But I have a MakerBot in my classroom that I haven't gotten set up yet or really become familiar with, so I think I might bring it home for the summer. Ooh, nice. And uh, print out some stuff and get familiar with it. That way, when I go back in the fall to school, I'll have it kind of ready to go. So, if I do do that, which I think I'm going to, then I'll have that over the summer. So, kind of a fun thing. Try some stuff. Yeah. And that's, you know, again, like, if I had made, you know, put a lot of time or whatever, put time into making the sword, the wooden swords are nice because then if they break, they don't take long. So, you just make another one. Right. Um, but that way, like, then I could always pull that guard off and use it for another sword, right? If, if the guard was cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. Use the same if guard. If you can get it all, you'd probably pop it off. Yeah, right. It depends. I, obviously, I could, uh, you know, it, depending on how it, how I put it in, right? If I had it slide in, then I could slide it off or whatever. Yeah. But, yeah. So, so that's out, which is cool. Um, and uh, hopefully get a lot of people watching that as well. It's always a little tricky to put things out before you go to a big event because a lot of people who are at these events are the people who watch the videos. Um, so we'll see if we get all hundred thousand. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. We'll see. I was uh, listening to the Making It podcast earlier this week, 
and Jimmy has been talking over the last couple weeks about uh, about titles and thumbnails, and he has a buddy who um, who he calls like the thumbnail guru, and so he's been working with Jimmy on like what he, you know his thumbnails and his titles and stuff, and it's and it's done really good for him. Like it's his channel is doing like a you know twenty times better than it has done over the last two years, um, and so just this week. Bob Claggett from I Like to Make Stuff talked about he was they had finished up a video and he was like you know Jimmy had given him this guy's number so he was like let me send him a text you know maybe talk to him for a little bit and see what his suggestions are and so he did and he and he said they ended up using some of the suggestions and not using other other suggestions but this video that he did has it's like done you know ten times better than their standard videos for the last two years I know he's like who is this guy and they're like I want to you know I don't want to say too much about him because we don't want him to like everyone blowing him up in the DMs I I know hey uh, heard about you he needs to start like you know consulting fee (laughs) YouTube consulting yeah Uh, if if you can I'm I'm a bit hesitant to take one person's advice right because anyone can tell you what to do when they're doing well right and whether that's because of what they're doing or because of whatever the algorithm's pushing them yeah. is up in the air. Right. Like, hey, I did this and it worked for me. But if there's someone who is giving suggestions to multiple people and it's working in yeah, different right. styles and they yeah. must have they just haven't kind of figured it out for now. Yeah, they have a yeah, good idea of you know, I mean that's the thing, it's like and it's it's so hard to know what to do it's because it's so finicky you know like and youtube's always changing and the algorithm's always changing and so you know partly we want to just keep sticking with what you do and what has worked for you but then if it's not like working great anymore then you you gotta change which is fine but you don't want to like change so much that then you're just following trends and so right you don't want to chase it but so, you know, any gurus out there? Yeah, anybody who wants to you know, the, uh, send us some messages, uh, we always appreciate Get our it. views up. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. I don't know anything else. I know we're excited. I think about maybe maybe on our way back up on Sunday. So we're going down today. We'll be there today and tomorrow, to, you know, tonight through tomorrow night. And then we'll be leaving Sunday morning to come back up to Baltimore, do the drive again. So maybe on the way back, we'll record next week's podcast. And uh, talk about our talk about our experience. We'll see. Yeah, I've got some time to kill. I feel so. like I'll have too much fun on Saturday night <laughs> to want to podcast in the morning. Well, we don't have to podcast in the morning. We can podcast in the evening because we'll still oh, be driving. Yeah, oh, we do like an eleven hour drive. Maybe so. I'll be recovered by then. Yeah. <laughs> right, you'll be driving, so you, hopefully. I'm not driving. Oh, it's coming back. Oh. You're driving. You're not going to Baker Camp, so. So I got to like, drive sometime. That's right. <laughs> You're not having fun, so you have to drive now. <laughs> yeah. I know I'm not going. No, but yeah, so went back up, and then uh, whether we do the podcast on the way home or whether it's next week, I'm sure we'll do some wrap-up and tell you guys all the fun stuff that we did. and, and uh, Or how lame it was. Well, yeah, right. <laughs> kind of sucks. <laughs> Never again. <laughs> Although, like, 
I have heard people's experiences about, you know, Blade Show two or three years ago, and it was right after COVID. And, uh, or, you know, the year when it first came back, it was, like, kind of smaller and kind of, you know. So oh, really? each yeah. year it's kind of building back up to its previous greatness. So I think there's going to be a lot of people there this year. So we exciting. arrive in complete yes, its now, greatness. Yes, now it has, it has come. Fully arrived. Fully arrived. <laughs> the O'Hara brothers have arrived. That is one thing about being like two, you know, tall, big guys that look really similar <laughs> with one channel. It's like we stand out. So it's fun to be like, hey, it's the O'Hara brothers again, which is like what we've been known as our entire lives, <laughs> right. the four of us. So it yeah, you know, we, stays. We'll be there. <laughs> yep. Cool. All right. Anything else? Um, you good? All right, before you do it, yeah. or let's wrap it up with like, what do we think it's going to be, or, or what's up? What do you think is going to be cool, and what do you think is going to be lame? Um, so, what's your positive and negatives? What do you think is going to be going in? So, I let's see, things I'm excited about. Um, well, I don't know. I mean, I don't. Really... And then we can compare them. Okay. We'll, con- we'll compare them next week. Right next pod like what we thought would be cool and what would be not so cool yeah well I don't, I don't really know like I haven't really looked at the itinerary so I don't know I mean I think it'll be interesting like I'm excited to see a schedule of who might be talking and then maybe see someone talk who I you know who I follow <laughs> me, sorry. talk about whatever um, so that I think that might be interesting um, I don't think I don't know if we'll even have time yeah maybe maybe not but, you know, that's one yeah. of the things I'm excited to look for. Um, I think that, you know, the pit, from what I've heard, will be really cool. You know, like, after hours, everyone hanging out, talking and drinking. And, you know, that's that's what we love at Maker Camp, too. Like, that's a blast. So, I would be uh, surprised if that wasn't pretty fun. Um, and then, you know, for me, because I've been into knives for so long, like, I'm really excited to see work like i'm excited to meet people but i'm really excited to like see the work in person that i've really enjoyed over the years yeah like one of the things i'm really excited about is to see lynn ray's work i want to see like his um his x-ray knives and he's going to be there and he makes some really cool bowie knives and some cool and his x-ray knife which is just a it's the blacksmith knife that he designed and it's you know hearing him talk about it and watching him make him over the years um they just are one like knives that I'm super excited about. So I'm excited about that. I'm excited about yeah, seeing some other master bladesmiths work and just to see so, yeah. the level of craftsmanship I guess. Maybe hold some of it. Yeah. Yeah, hold um I feel, then, like, I, I feel like unless they're the huge ones for right. ten thousand dollars and you ask nicely, the people Oh yeah, will yeah. Like to hold I mean it. they want you to buy things, right? right That's right. the whole point that they're there, most of them. You know. So yeah, I mean, you always ask first, and you know, if, and if you don't have to hold it, you don't. You just look at it. Um, but as a knife maker, I want to look at like fit and finish. You know, I'm excited to see other people's, like how you know clean they get their you know all their final fit and finish. So everything, the tightness of all the scales, the you know lack of scratches and stuff, and symmetry. Those are the things I'm interested in seeing other knife makers because like you see pictures on. Instagram and Facebook and whatnot and everyone has the ability to kind of hide those little mistakes 
and stuff, you know, if they need to. Um, yeah. But there's, you know, there's also like a level of professionalism that people expect when you're buying a custom knife. And so I'm, I'm kind of excited to look at other people's knives to see how I compare. Because I've only ever held like one other custom maker's knife, or a couple, because you know at Maker Camp there's always a handful. You know, so you see them. Yeah. But um, you know, more like uh, mono steel things because you know Damascus is cool, but it also you don't have to finish Damascus as nicely as you finish mono steel because there's a pattern there. Right. You know, you finish it up to like 400 grit, and then you you know polish it and etch it. You know, so you get all the stuff. So you. But I mean, I know there's a lot of work that goes to that. But so seeing some of that kind of stuff, like um, cool patterns, still be interested to look at. But like, you know, compare, you know, myself as a knife maker to other knife makers. Um, or, you know, compare the work. Because right? there's definitely a. Compare uh, yourself personally. Yeah. <laughs> there's a level of finish that I aim for when I'm making a knife for myself. Yeah. That I'm sure is different than if I was making it for oh, right, a right. client or a customer who I didn't know, you know? So there's also, I mean, I guess when I do the, like the sheep share knives, it's kind of an example of that, but I'm making those knives to, to sell. You should have brought one sheep share. I know I thought about it, That's but cool. I don't have like a sheep for it. So I have to make a cardboard sheep or something, or, I don't uh, know, or maybe I could have made a quick Kydex sheep, but um, those are cool. I, one of the, the, the second one of the two that we made for the sheep share video, I, we started using in our kitchen. I was going to give it to somebody, but it didn't end up happening. So, but yeah. And then, um, I don't know, Lowe's, well, well, so I'm excited to meet and talk to a lot of people, but I also want to just enjoy looking at knives. And so, you know, I don't want to get bogged down too much by talking <laughs> to people, you know, I, I just, yeah. but that's why I'm excited to do like the pick tonight, you know, cause that's what that's oh, yeah, for, you yeah. know, and then that way we've already hopefully like seen a lot of people who I want to talk to because there are a lot of people who I do want to say hi to and talk to and I want to say hi to talk to people who, like viewers of the channel and stuff and you know say thank you and whatever and get to see some faces and put faces and names but um, but I also want to have some time to just enjoy walking around as a, a knife enthusiast myself yeah so um, so yeah that's I don't know if I would call that a low but that's something I want to Sure. Well, yeah, just yeah. No, you don't. You don't want to work. Yeah. Um, well, it's not. It's not that. It's more like I, I don't think it'll be that. I mean, there's yeah, so yeah. many people there. Yeah, every, and everyone's there to like to do that as well. Everyone wants to see all the cool knives as well as see the people and hang out. So, um, yeah, and, uh, yeah, I think that's it. I mean, those are mostly pros. I don't. I don't really have anything that I think is like a. Well, yeah, you know, come in too negative. Yeah. Yeah, I'm positive persons. That's yeah. My thing that uh, what I was worried about was we won't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be interested in that many knives. Right. Like every little folder, every little difference. Like it's not as interesting to me. So would it would it hold my interest all day? But hopefully, shooting a little bit, talking to a lot of people. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, if, I mean, if we, after two hours in the morning or three hours, we're like, eh, like, cool. We see some people, we walked around. We can go back at lunch. 
Right. And then come back for three more hours. Yeah. Like right. We don't have to stay there for from yeah. open to close. I feel right. And then yeah, I mean the pit and, and whatever else, and just being with a lot of people. That's going to be fun no matter what. Right. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, you and I could sit down at the table and have fun with some beers. And a, <laughs> yeah. It's going to be fun no matter what. Yeah. So. Exactly. Yeah. We're definitely uh, not shy. So. <laughs> right. You know, hanging out with people, talking, and chatting, and like laughing it up it'll yeah. be fun I'm excited and like I, there will be a, a decent amount of people that are that were at Maker Camp so it'd be kind of cool to see some people again you know um, and yeah so it'll be fun I'm excited um, and I'm and I'm also excited to like see people who I didn't know were going to be there oh, you know be like oh holy crap there's this person you know like right. oh you know like, like I would imagine that you know Evan Wood Evan Evan William Evan Evan, the hand engraver. I don't, I, don't know. <laughs> um, I don't know if they'll be. I feel like people would say they would be. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I think that's like that's a big thing that he does. I mean, he's not too far from there. I think he's, well, he's in Florida, so maybe he is down. But could be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Roy didn't talk about driving up with him, so I don't know. Um, but yeah, so you know, I'm excited to like see people who I weren't wasn't expecting. You know, to be surprised, to be like, oh, nice, because that's the thing. I mean already just this week I've seen people post about going to Blade Show or being like you know I'm going to have this at Blade come see me at table blah 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 or booth whatever and I'm like oh cool they're going to be there and it's like right. everyone is going to be there because it's because Blade Show Atlanta is the preeminent Blade you know uh, conference that happens each year and now there's like Blade Show Texas and and Blade Show West, you know, out on the West Coast, and they, they're expanding, but Atlanta's like, that was the original, so that's the one everyone goes to, Yeah. So it'd be cool, you know, and all these uh, knife makers, so, you know, they work in their shops alone, you know, it's a very, like, <laughs> solo job, you know, and, like, lots of little detail, lots of time, and so they get this couple chances to get out. A lot of these older guys who you know, were, have been in the game for 20 or 30 or 40 or 50 years, you know, this was their only chance to ever meet people in the, right. in the business, which right. like during, you know, shows and conventions and stuff. So they got in the, in the habit of going because that's when you would be able to show people your work. Other than that, it was like, you might have it in a magazine, you know, that's what Blade Magazine, that's where Blade Show came from, you know, so, and now with social media, we have such an opportunity to like, everyone's able to see what you do and put it out there and that's a huge part of the knife making business now it's that free advertisement so it's a different a different ball game but it's still people want to go and see people and hang out and, you know get out of their shops and chat with people so yeah cool all right well um i didn't think about recommendations do you have any recommendations no i didn't either <laughs> this is a slightly different pod whole yeah right exactly um I got the, you know, like I said, I got the laptop on my lap with the, yeah. our stuff open and our mics plugged into the thing. So hopefully it sounded okay. Sorry if it was a little weird, but uh, yeah, it should be fine. Do we good? Yeah, right, exactly. And I've heard, I've listened to other people's podcasts that it's like a little abnormal, but you know, it's part of the great thing about podcasting is that it's just it's, you know, a little snippet even deeper into like who we are in our lives. So, you know. If, one of them is a little funky because we're out doing something, but that's just part of what it is. The thing is, we probably could have recorded with the iPhone or, or the other phone. It probably would have been clear because <laughs> phones are used to 
canceling uh, out yeah, right, weird yeah. noises. <laughs> like a lot of times when you can talk to people on the phone, you barely can hear the road at all. Right. So, yeah. oh well. No, nah, sorry. This was this made it easy. Yeah. Cool. All right, everybody. Well, uh, we will hopefully see a lot of you at Blade Show, and if you haven't already listened to this, if you have listened to it, and you're going to see us, let us know that you listen to the podcast and. And let us know about the uh, the road noise if it was bad or if it was okay. And, and, and uh, don't talk. Dustin does not want to be bothered. So do not walk up to him. Don't look him in the eye when you pass him. Of Devin shooing people away from me. Hey, shoo, shoo! Don't talk to town. Get out of here, you. Move along, riffraff. <laughs> hey, and we ended right at Virginia Tech. Hey, all right. My wife's alma mater. Alma mater, Christenberg, Blacksburg. All right, guys. Well, uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure you uh, head over to Instagram and you can check out Devin and I, the Art of Craftsmanship and the Art of Camera Guy. And uh, I'm sure we'll be posting some stuff throughout the event. So uh, everybody, what's going on and make everyone who's not there jealous like we were last year. <laughs> and uh, and you can also head over to YouTube and check out our new video, The Wooden Sword, which just came up. It's about a 15-minute video, so it should be fun, really fun to make. And I'm excited to uh, see how people... Uh, how, how people like it and if you uh, if you want to make a wooden sword and take pictures and tag us in it we'd love to see it um, and the next video I think is going to be making the sword frog which is like a sheath to hold technically a frog is to hold a, a, a short a sword scabbard um, on your belt but I'm going to make it as like the short sword sheath for the wooden sword so that'll be another kind of quicker video because it's going to be some leather work making the uh, the frog to go along with my sword so when I go to uh, the Renaissance Festival this year I'll have something nice to go with my costume alright um, sorry I don't have any uh, recommendations this week but you know recommended is to see who's a Blade Show and try to maybe maybe follow the Blade Show uh, tag on Instagram and that way you'll be able to see who's there and, uh, and get to know some new knife makers because there's a lot of really cool makers in the world who I you know I don't know people don't know but um even like someone like uh, Michael West, who's an awesome uh, knife maker from I think it's the Netherlands. Um, you know, I learned about him recently, and he does some really beautiful work. Some of like the most um, kind of uh, new, different you know things that I've seen in knife making, and uh, I'm excited to see him there. So, you know, I already recommended him like a week or two ago. When we talked to Dennis Tyrell, but. Check out uh, check out the Blade Show tag and follow along and see you uh, see you guys all next week for another episode. Thank you guys all so much for listening. It's been a blast uh, from from the mobile studios AOC driving down the Blade <laughs> Show. Thank you guys again, and we will talk to you next time. At Parker, our purpose is simple: we want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.